Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode. Today I'm with Hamdi. Hamdi is the co-founder and CEO of Devo Protocol, which they are redefining the idea of philanthropy in blockchain space. Welcome Hamdi to the show. Thank you for having me, man. It's my pleasure. So Hamdi, can you tell about yourself, please? What were you doing before Devo and like, what is your life story? Sure, 100%. So, you know, first and foremost, my name is Hamdi Kader. I am the co-founder and CEO of Devo Protocol. Uh, my background is I am a JD MBA from the University of North Carolina. I have, uh, you know, worked in numerous Fortune 500, indus- uh, Fortune 500 companies and in numerous industries from, you know, next era energy in the energy field, all the way to MetLife in the insurance field. You know, how I started Devo Protocol is that I always spent a lot of my time really trying to give back to my community. Through that, I saw there was a lot of problems or inefficiencies within the philanthropy field, such as the lack of transparency, people not knowing where their funds are going, um, or the lack of ability for me as someone trying to start a project to find volunteers. And I saw how blockchain was really revolutionizing the space. So I decided to really implement the power of blockchain within the philanthropy field. So how long you are into blockchain technology? So I've been a blockchain since 2017. Um, okay, then how old are you right now? Oh, right now I'm 27. With 27, so like you're into the blockchain for over 10 years? Yeah, 2017. Um, you know, let, let me clarify that. You know, I started getting into a blockchain, I started trading like like everyone else. So I wouldn't really call myself, you know, from the very get-go, I was going into the code really deeply. Probably it's been around two to two and a half years ever since I uh, started Devo Protocol that I really started to take a deep dive into it and really understand the intricacies of blockchain and really find out how it is really revolutionizing a lot of different spaces. So I think that like it is a problem with many blockchain projects. They are so connected with the market and the market conditions. How is your project? is nothing based on the market conditions and it's not affected by market. That's an awesome question. So, you know, that's the beauty about Devo is mm-hmm. the fact that Devo is all about philanthropy and philanthropy, the factors that negatively impact philanthropy have an opposite, negatively impact markets have an opposite effect on philanthropy, right? So, you know, hypothetically, let, let's, you know, just give an example for if there is like a natural disaster, For instance, what that would result in is a negative impact on markets, right? But on philanthropy, it'll have the opposite effect. So like more volunteers are needed, more projects come to fruition, more corporations are out there trying to help their communities. In addition to that, specifically for Devo protocol in and of itself is the fact that, you know, we focused a lot on utility right on what is the utility of Devo protocol what is the utility of the Devo token and that really separates us from not only other philanthropic projects from other blockchain projects in general and more than happy to dive into the utility of Devo and why there's going to be a continuous demand yeah i understand but works exactly can you deep dive into it a bit sure 100% so i'll i'll give a broad overview of the protocol first and foremost so what Devo does is that we tokenize the $2.3 trillion philanthropic sector. And then through this, we substantially reward utility token holders by providing unprecedented donation transparency so people can know where their donations are going, rewarding, recording, and verifying volunteer efforts. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, it's uh, providing a leading Web3-powered corporate advertising, recruitment, and data acquisition. So those are the three things that we do solve. So I believe you are like the project is a bit obsessed with the transparency, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. how do you provide this and how you make sure people really 
feel safe about transparency? So there is numerous ways that you can implement transparency. There's there's not a one size fit all. You know, I'll just go through a couple of ways that we do do this. One of the ways that we have done this and we have implemented this on our version one decentralized application, which is live, is what's called, you know, milestone-based smart contracts, right? Escrow smart contracts to where the donor they will donate the money. They'll find, uh, first and foremost, they go on our DAP and they find a verified project, a project that's verified. After that, they go and they want to donate to the project, they donate to it. But what happens is those funds are not released directly to the project. They're actually held in a smart contract escrow and are only released to the project on a milestone basis. So this project, when they sign on, they have to list their project in milestones. Let's say they list it in four milestones and then they have to attribute or they have to connect how much percentage of funding they want with each milestone so let's say they split in 25 percent, right we want 25 percent for milestone one milestone two milestone three etc now when they have completed a milestone they indicate that on the dap and they provide evidence like we have completed milestone one then the donor has to accept or deny the donor accepts like yes this is enough evidence or then i'd be like no provide me more evidence if the donor accepts only 25 percent of the funds or the funds allocated to that milestone is given, right? If the donor declines, what happens is those funds go back to the donor. Essentially, what this does is not only provide more transparency, but provide power back to the donor that they have control over their hard-earned money and their uh, hard-earned donations. So that's one way. The other ways we're doing it and we're going to do it is we're going to have on the ground volunteers verifying these projects for authenticity. So it's like numerous ways that we are trying to, you know, tackle this problem. It is that you call proof of volunteering, right? So, yeah, you proof of volunteering. So how do you calculate and process this volunteering? Do you calculate the hours maybe? So 100%. And that's another part of Devo, right? It's a second point is that not only do you provide unprecedented transparency, but we reward, record and verify volunteer efforts. And the third part is corporate services. So for the reward, record and verify volunteer effort, what we do is that, yeah, let's say a volunteer, let me give you an example, a volunteer goes and volunteer for a project, for example, right? Those efforts are recorded. So it's like, let's say you volunteer 10 hours, it's recorded that you volunteer 10 hours for X project, which is verified. And then what happens is how that's recorded, that's recorded with ENFTs and DIDs. So every participant that signs up on the protocol, not only are they verified, they're given a decentralized identifier. It's like your ID on the blockchain, right? And then all their actions are recorded with ENFTs or enterprise NFTs that are associated with their DID. So let's say, Ali, you sign up on the protocol, you get a DID. Let's say you go then volunteer, right? You volunteer 10 hours for a volunteer organization. That action is recorded with an ENFT on your DID. Next week, you volunteer for something else. That's another ENFT that's given to your DID, that's associated with their DID, and so on and so forth. So what you essentially have is like your volunteer history and credit report that is verified and you can utilize for numerous different reasons. If you want to go, for example, United States, you have to volunteer to go to college, right? You can show that as like a verified proof that you have volunteered. Yeah. Or other yeah. Or but, other but, volunteer organizations. I can, I can I can use it as a proof that is exactly. like very decentralized proof of that I volunteered. Exactly. hundred percent. And that's very valuable for a lot of different use cases. So, you know, in, in the United States, for example, volunteering and community service is crucially important if you want to go into college, right? Mm -hmm. It's one of the top four factors that college admissions they look for, but there are only 50% of nonprofits actually have the ability to record these out. 
So what we do is that we record these hours, we verify these hours, we record it on the blockchain. And now there's these volunteers are able to actually have their volunteer, what we call credit report and be able to show their colleges or their jobs that, hey, I have volunteered. It's really shocking idea for me. So like another way, just another vision of volunteering, just awesome mm-hmm. the job you are doing. And uh, my last question is, what's the value you're creating? And you said like also corporations included in the project and they are like getting in, in a part of the project. So what's the value you are creating for corporations? And I appreciate that question. There are numerous value adds that we create for these corporations, right? And, you know, to provide you with trends to with, with more context is that in Debo, there are four core parties, right? Mm-hmm. There's the donors, there's the volunteers, there's the volunteer organizations and the corporate entities, right? So the donors, we give them transparency, the donation transparency, the volunteers, we not only record their time, but we also reward them. So when a volunteer, not only they sign up for something, you know, and they they volunteer, not only is the time recorded, but it's also rewarded with Devo tokens, you know, so and then you go to, you know, I'll, I'll skip the volunteer organizations for now, you go to the corporate entities, what they can do is that we provide them corporate services governed by the Devo token, right, that gives it utility. And some of those corporate services include corporate advertising, where they can go and sponsor a specific project or initiative. And when they go sponsor a specific project and initiative, that's basically corporate advertising, right? They're advertising by sponsoring this project. And when they advertise by sponsoring this project, right, they are showing all their stakeholders and the volunteers that they're sponsoring, Mm -hmm. right, that they are helping them. And when they do that, that increases their goodwill, right? So every corporation has an intangible asset called a goodwill, right? And that really increases their shareholder value. So when they go and they show their shareholders that they are sponsoring these projects and helping these communities, that increases their goodwill. And that's a form of advertising to them. Yeah, like it's a really a good idea. I don't believe like we shouldn't hide the help we are doing if you are a volunteer, if you are a corporation. I think it it should be encouraged to share since it's all it's also can encourage other parties to help some other parties, right? So like you are putting transparency in the industry for both volunteers, for both like donors, corporations, to everyone. So they can always have a proof, have a transparent and decentralized proof of the value they put. I think it's an amazing idea. No, 100%. And it's not only corporate advertising where it stops, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty about this project is that there's so much that this could expand to. What we also brought is recruitment. Well, so these corporations are able to go and tap into these volunteer network and actually hire them for real positions. And this is good also for the volunteers who are looking for jobs. So, you know, it's a lot of different things that we can provide to these corporate entities. And all this is required, right? The Devo token is required in order to facilitate this, which gives it its value. So back to your question about how are we not impacted greatly to the negative markets as they currently stand? It's because we provide so much value to the Devo token by providing services that must be acquired with the Devo token. And these services are forever going to be needed. It sounds really nice, Andy. So uh, you guys are doing really amazing job, really amazing stuff. Congrats. What's the best way to stay in touch with you and to see your progress? Yeah, awesome. So one of the best ways to do that is actually, you know, go to www.devoprotocol.org. Uh, that's, you know, D-E-V-O protocol, P-R-O-T-O-C-O-L.org. And, you know, I wanted to also state, Ali, is the fact, uh, you know, we're having our first public sale on the 16th. So we've been building this protocol for two years and we've built so much and we have actually 22,000 volunteers already signed up 
from over 120 countries. So we've been really hard at work. And now we feel like is the right time to take this to the next level. And that's why we're launching our token sale on the 16th. So, you know, look out for that. DeeperProtocol.org. On our website, you find all our socials. Please follow. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have all every kind of social account that you can think of. And always feel free to reach out to us. Sounds really good. So I'm really looking forward to see the ecosystem you will build. Rome wasn't built in a day. It will not happen in a day. But I think your step will be solid, but slowly, but solid. Thank you, Ali. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's definitely a revolutionary ecosystem, right? We're tokenizing the whole space. We're creating essentially a whole new economy. So yes, it's going to take step by step, but we've made amazing progress so far from the 22,000 volunteers to 60,000 community members to building our version one DAP to having a team of around 23 people. So it's it's phenomenal. We keep on growing day by day and we won't stop. Great stuff. So thanks for coming to the show. It's really an inspiring project and I'm looking forward and I suggest everyone to like stay in touch with your project. Thank you, Ali. Really appreciate it. Thank you. So everyone, thanks for listening to this episode and stay tuned for the very next episode.